Until now, mantle cell lymphoma has been considered incurable, but that may be about to change after some provocative data were unveiled at ASH. Christian Geisler and his team used an intensive immunochemotherapy approach in a phase 2 study of 160 patients. And at five years, the survival curve has apparently levelled off, with over half of the patients still alive. I heard more from Dr Geisler in Atlanta, and he firstly told me what the treatment strategy involved. We gave alternative dose-intensified CHOP, alternating with high-dose ARASI in quite high doses. And on top of that, we added rituximab on day one, as an infusion on day one. And that was the induction therapy. Uh, after five cycles of this alternate drug, we uh, made a patient restating and we got quite a high number of response. 96% responded to the therapy, more than half with a complete response. And then we went on to stem cell mobilization and harvest with the same chemotherapy, but with high dose ARC and rituximab. And they got a very high number of tumor cell free stem cell products. Then the patients were treated with the final stage of the treatment, that is high-dose chemotherapy, called BEAM or BEAK. It's a classical uh, regimen, and received their uh, stem cells afterwards. After that then, what kind of results are you seeing? The long-term results now is that two-thirds of the patients, or 63 of all the patients, on intention-to-treat basis, are alive and well and free of disease. And what's your explanation here? Is there a subset that is just responding really well that you might be wanting to identify? We looked at all sorts of subsets based on pathology and cell cycling and morphology and so on. And we are very happy to uh, realize that all subsets benefited from this. There were differences in outcome between patients with a low number of cycling cells and high number. But even the worst subsets had a plateau. So we think, we believe all subsets benefit from this treatment. It sounds like a lot of different drugs involved in here, plus uh, rituximab. I mean, how well tolerated is it? It's tolerated quite well. The bottom line is that four, six patients have died for, from toxicity. That is less than 4%. And that is completely standard for transplant regimens. We hardly see any long-term sequelae of any kind from this. So people are alive and well afterwards. So where do you go from here then? Because it's a very interesting result, but this is just a phase two study. Do you need to do more here? Yes, certainly it's a phase two study, but it's quite a large phase two study with 160 patients. So what we do now is that we believe that being in complete remission before the transplant is very important. We cannot add more chemotherapy because then it would be too toxic. Let me just add that this treatment is not more toxic than standard autologous transplant regimens. But we cannot add more chemotherapy. So what we do now is that we add uh, the drug Sevaline, that's the radioimmunotherapy drug called Sevaline, to the beam. So patients who are in partial remission before the high-dose chemotherapy will now receive high-dose chemotherapy and beam. And then the stem cells afterwards. That means that the Sevaline treatment will be untoxic because there's a stem cell rescue. In that way, we hope to improve the results also for the patients who are only in the partial remission before the transplant. And that's the third mantle cell study in this Nordic lymphoma group, Regi, and it's accrued half of its 150 patients now. There's obviously some interesting avenues of investigation, but does this have any implications for practicing doctors right now? Certainly. I certainly would recommend that any patients below 66 with this disease should consult his doctor 
and be elected for hydrotherapy. This there are there are several approaches like this in the world, also also in protocols. I certainly believe below 66 you should opt for hydros and, and hydros chemotherapy with antibodies and get part in that possible cure of this disease. Yes, certainly. That was Christian Geisler of Rijkshospitalet in Copenhagen. For the Audio Journal of Oncology, I'm Derek Thorne.